Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back and thanks for joining us. As you may know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mental health, especially anxiety, also happens to be one of the most requested topics from our listeners. So we'll be talking about mental well-being all month. We got it started last week by re-exploring the most common types of anxiety. This week, we're re-exploring a few of the most prominent methods for healing. We got it started Monday with developing a connection with our inner child. Tuesday, we looked into the trauma brain with awareness. Yesterday, we dug in on adaptogens. Today, we're talking about safe spaces and safe people. Today's conversation is just another example of the importance of community in our well-being. We covered community in our first week when we discussed the pursuit of happiness, and it's been consistently resurfacing ever since. We are naturally social creatures. Being a member of a community fulfills our need to be seen, to be heard, to be reflected, and to be valued. And it's no different when we're looking to heal from trauma. When we talk about safe places and safe people, we're talking about people where room is made for growth. And growth isn't always pretty. It includes the setbacks, it includes failures, it includes emotional ups and downs. It's feeling welcomed to heal in lieu of all the messiness that comes along with it. Safe places and safe people are where that kind of work is honored and respected. Mutual growth is a beautiful thing and indispensable in partnerships where two adults evolve to become better than they once were. It's not about finding a partner who has flawless emotional maturity. It's about finding someone who can match our level of commitment to growth. It's about sharing a commitment to healing, becoming more present together, and being accountable to one another for that growth. When you embark on your journey of healing, being in a relationship or starting a relationship with someone who isn't on that journey or isn't interested in that journey can completely derail us. In extreme scenarios, partners who aren't ready or interested in healing might even mock the progress we want to make. They may belittle it or make it seem futile. And folks tend to stick around in those situations because of trauma. They're working through abuses of their past in the present relationship and they often feel stuck. But we know we're done with trauma bonds when irresponsible, inconsistent behavior no longer seems sexy, spontaneous, or exciting. When we're no longer looking for someone to complete us. When relationships become a space to grow and evolve, not reenact childhood trauma. It's when we stop betraying ourselves in order to be chosen. We take responsibility for meeting our needs and we learn to speak them. In safe spaces and safe people, 
Boundaries are welcome and healthy. We normalize needing space, having disagreements, making mistakes and apologizing, adjusting to change, having moments of miscommunication, experiencing doubt, engaging in difficult and awkward conversations, struggling to maintain emotional intimacy, others being different than us, and general imperfection. Again, a partner who has negative reactions to any of these things is likely experiencing relational anxiety as a result of their own trauma. We become the five primary people we spend our time with. Who we surround ourselves with can make or break our progress, no matter how determined we are. So if you're dating, don't be afraid to ask the questions that help discern whether this potential partner is on a journey of healing as well. At the very least, we want to make sure that they've thought about it. We don't have to and we shouldn't try to do the work alone. We can review the friendships in our lives in the very same way we review our romantic ones. We can grow faster together. But having a friend who's not interested in doing the work alongside us is like having an anchor chained to our ankles. Healing together allows for two people to be vulnerable together, to engage in conscious communication, to ask for help when we need it, to provide safety for one another. And that's the ultimate goal. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for the final day in our week on healing. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.